0: This episode of Another Happy Pod is going to contain spoilers. If you have not experienced the content yourself, then please go ahead and do so before coming back and listening to us ramble on about it. Thank you very much. Another Happy Pod. Welcome back to another happy pod, brought to you by the Pine Size Network. The pod where we usually keep it fresh, positive, but today we are dripping in sad vibes. We're your hosts, my name is Lawrence and as usual I'm joined by Nathan
1: the Old Fossil. Thank you for attending Nathan. I had to stop the music uh, so I could talk. Uh, Hello, thank you for having me today on this very sad occasion, on this very uh, sombre, grey day that, that we have gathered here together. It's a time of remembering, it's a time of mourning, but most importantly, it's a time to be together and look back, reflect on the moments
0: that's it yeah i think today is i think today is a reflective day i like to think on not as thinking of what we've lost but what we gained from the overall experience exactly i think that's something that um you know the it it, the the fallen um the fallen ps4 uh captured a lot of emotions for me and i think we'd be remiss if we weren't to go through and Speak about some of the joyous experiences we've had.
1: Yeah, so uh, if you haven't gotten onto the bit yet, we're doing a funeral for the PS4. That's what this whole fucking shit show is. Um, so the yeah, can PS... I talk?
0: Can I talk at normal speed now?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure, man. No worries. Okay, fantastic. You yeah, talk yeah, as brilliant. you talk as fast as you like. Uh, so obviously, it's big week. The PS5 has already launched uh, in certain places of the world: US, Australia, uh, somewhere else. Uh, But it's not yet launched here in the UK. We uh, are due to receive our boys on Thursday, aren't we, Lawrence? We're both very excited about that.
0: We are. Nathan was lucky enough to not have to take the day off work. Um, However, I requested a full day of annual leave, um, (laughs) which some would say is quite sad and some at my work have said is quite sad, Um, especially when I have things due for (laughs) the week after. Uh, But this is too important um but because we're gaining a new console it sadly means we're losing one that's very treasured and very dear to us especially i think mine and
1: nathan's friendship was pretty much built on ps4 yeah um, ps4 has definitely been a big part of our lives for the last number of years and and this isn't going to be a, a console wars kind of thing this isn't going to be playstation versus xbox i i got absolutely no interest in any of that play where you want to play i don't give a fuck all right I personally just have always liked PlayStation. Um, I I completely agree. I don't want to get into any of that. I think
0: if you enjoy your games on whatever console you enjoy them on, as long as it's not Xbox, that's fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why you got to do this? (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've already spoken about
0: two games. We've got podcasts out um, on Red Dead Redemption 2 and um, also The Last of Us Part 2. Uh, so if you want to we're probably not going to touch on those, even though they seem like obvious choices. But if you want to, if you want to hear our thoughts on them, please do go back and listen to those podcasts because they are both some of our best work and also some of our most underappreciated work <laughs> by way of streams. So uh, go and help a brother out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah,
1: Listen to those. We do go much more in depth in like, in like the story uh, elements, particularly with those two episodes. So feel free to give those, Uh, a listen if you like Um, and then as well uh, so let's start off this little funeral remembrance service whatever the fuck we want to call it uh let's start off with how it all started Lawrence how did your experience with uh the PlayStation 4 begin so I was saying this to my mum the other day I genuinely
0: don't remember when I first yeah, well exactly that. Uh shout out Mary yeah. indeed. Um my first experience with the PS four, um, I can't remember it at all. <laughs> but um I I remember it being a big part of my life. I, I think it became very important to me when I moved in, uh when I moved away and went to uni. Um because it was something I could do when I didn't have many mates. Um <laughs> and it took up quite a lot of my time uh for a good couple of months um
1: yeah what, what what was your first experience all right so that was fun so basically you got no idea so that was fun i've got no clue uh so my first experience it was when i was uh i bought the ps4 when i was first at university the the first time i've gone to university a number of times um but the first time i went i it was it was out, honestly not long after launch so it came out in uh november of 2013 i believe uh and i got it around about i think it was like around about april or may of 2014 uh whenever watchdogs came out because that was the game i got it with the first watchdogs i got like <laughs> the bundle of the console and the game a good choice retrospectively speaking uh it, it was fine it's fine. I got you know, it was it is what it not the best PlayStation game at all. But for like a first experience of, of the the next generation at the time, it, it was definitely quite fun. Um yeah, and by this point I already knew that I was leaving that university. So I like wasn't going to classes and shit because I was a bad boy. Um so I just spent like fucking like three weeks straight just side my room, just playing as much of that PlayStation as I could um and and that's probably the reason why today um it does sound so beat up and crusty because I I have put this thing through the ringer uh, and I think Lawrence you'd agree that by this point as as good as the console is as as much fun as we've as we've both had with it it's definitely starting to show its age by this point
0: oh my god is it like You know when a phone gets all old and stops working, like it it starts getting really, really slow. Yeah, my PS4 isn't doing that. The reason I know it's getting old is because every time I turn it on, I like to load up the menu, like to load up like just the interface of the PS4. Yeah, it will just scream as if a jumbo jet is taking off inside my living room.
1: Yeah, yeah, mine's the same. Like playing any kind of, uh, not even a high-powered game, just playing pretty much any kind of game over like 30 gigabytes is just pushing this thing to its limits now the fan is screaming the the jet engines are firing up on all cylinders it's definitely showing its age mate i don't i don't think my ps4 i don't think my ps4 has the capacity to
0: play like snake now on it without <laughs> screaming um <laughs> what what was like one of the first like proper games that you like sat down like story wise that you just like sat sat down and fucking smashed through and loved uh, on the ps4 yeah assassins creed black flag ah yeah yeah, classic nice yeah. I, I um, i've got that i um, i bought it a couple of months ago and started playing it, it it's a culture shock man because it is so different to the new assassin's creed like you forget how much they changed of like how that game runs and how like the mechanics
1: of the actual gameplay um but that is a that is a brilliant game good old yeah. Edward. black flag was was a very different game it was like the first game the first Assassin's Creed game to come out after Assassin's Creed 3. Um and, and I think by all means it wasn't a game built for the PlayStation 4 either. It was a game built for the PS3. Um but just happened to come out around the time that Next Gen was launching. So they pretty much just ported it over and that's it. So it's yeah. it's definitely not a game that takes full advantage of 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 what the console can do compared to the previous uh, generation. But still, it's still a a great game because, you you know, just because of like what it changed and the fact that you get to live out this pirate fantasy adventure and sail a pirate ship and be engaged in like battles and Blackbeard and everything like that.
0: Was this the first game to introduce the the boat element?
1: No, it wasn't. That was uh, Assassin's Creed 3, actually. Um, but it was limited though, right? It was really limited compared. It, it was limited, yeah. This was the game to perfect it. Like in Assassin's Creed 3, there was just really a few naval battles here and there. Um, but Assassin's Creed 3, pretty much the whole game is built around the the whole naval combat element. Like it's it's a pirate game with an Assassin's Creed logo tagged onto it, really. Um, so yeah, it's definitely much more refined and 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 just works better in that game as a whole um yeah yeah definitely loved playing black flag just um just getting to actually live out this whole pirate fantasy was uh, a lot of fun so i really enjoyed that what was your like first game that sucked you in
0: the first one i played like through and through was um grand theft auto 5 um obviously i know that came out that came out on the uh, PS3, I believe. Did um, fuck me. That's going to see three consoles. <laughs> that game is ridiculous.
1: It's still it's earning, still like, going strong millions. as well. Yeah, it's it's the most profitable like piece of content like ever. Which Jesus is Jesus Christ,
0: just insane. I went on the online yesterday. Um, just I hadn't played it in oh, it's years. Horrendous. Oh mate, honestly, I just as soon as I like spawned in. Some prick was just fucking gunning for me automatically. Yeah. I was like, "Who are you?" It's the, I know that. I know that we spoke in the Red Dead podcast. The online um, of that, like, it's like Red Dead Two is for gentlemen and <laughs> yeah. like who respect each other. They see people doing their missions, and nine times out of ten, you get the odd dickhead. But nine times mm. out of ten, it will be like, "Oh, like, you know, good luck on that bounty, friend." And you will yeah, just exactly, pass that's each other.
1: absolutely true. Like, you can just you can walk up to each other, give each other a friendly wave, and everything like that and just be on your way but uh mate GTA 5 is a different beast in itself like (laughs) it's ridiculous mate
0: the first thing that happened to me is a lamborghini flew over my head and blew up i was like what is this mate like it's ridiculous um but yeah that was one of the first games i played through properly um i loved it again obviously like the story of that game is great and it you know it's one that like a lot of people there is a a lot of people that play games um have that kind of anger against gta5 because the online is for 12 year olds um that and like angry 12 year olds that just love to blow everything up um but like the campaign's not to be forgotten like it is a wicked game um and that was i had a great time just steaming through that like i think the thing i really loved about it was that you could be three characters and obviously each character is so different you've got michael yeah. the you're like like the middle-aged dad who's just a miserable bastard you got franklin who's like the up-and-comer and then you've got trevor who is just like batshit insane um and the, yeah I, I i loved it for that like it, it was it was it was a great experience
1: yeah gta 5 is definitely um a lot of fun again a game for the ps3 but I, th- I think it was more so defined on the ps4 though than than the the previous generation um yeah, I I really enjoyed that too. It's a game that is so fucked up because it's GTA. It's always fucked up. There's just so many weird elements. Like Trevor is basically just GTA embodied. Basically, he's the average GTA player, just personified in that game. Um, and he, he's he's literally a cannibal. I think as well. Like he he's literally fucking eating people at one point. Is that right, mate? Wh- whatever is bad
0: that you could think of trevor has probably done it and probably yeah. like enjoyed doing it like the game hints at so many things like that just make trevor this absolute animal of a man yeah um and i don't i don't think you'll ever really get to the bottom of it because a lot of it is just like little in jokes like but they don't realize the effects they have like on a character <laughs> like you can make a throwaway joke like oh i ate that guy last week um and then you you kind of got to realize that your audience will then be like does Trevor just straight up eat people? Like, <laughs> you can't say that without it meaning something. Um, but yeah, no, he is literally the the average GTA player embodied. Because let's be honest, we spoke about it on the Red Dead podcast. Um, when you play GTA, you go you, if you load up GTA now in the good year of 2020, seven years after it came out, you're loading it up to murder people. You're murder. You're loading it up because you've had a bad day at work and you just want to massacre some people.
1: <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> well
0: that 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 it, right, when was the last time you opened up GTA? Uh
1: probably know, about six months ago or something. Yeah? And did you immediately start killing people? Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, then, well there we go then. Say <laughs> so, Jesus what you want, Nathan, but was it those who live in glass houses should not throw stones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what have been some of your like your favorite games to play because we well like i said earlier in the pod um we kind of became good mates and one of the big things that like tied us in especially when, when we met at uni uh, the big thing that like tied us together was our shared love for just like binging games um and, yeah, like I just chatting
1: about it one in particular that really uh, signified that really pulled us together really like built our friendship uh star wars battlefront we had oh yes so much fun just playing <laughs> just stupid games on there where just literally just 1v1 where we just yeah. run around uh, just hunting each other down and and we'd always fight to try and get Luke Skywalker because he was so fucking op mate he was a unit <laughs> luke skywalker like ran at the speed of like
0: fucking light it was ridiculous and this is,
1: and this is battlefront 2015 the the like less refined one and, and 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 it definitely had some controversy to it because it wasn't really a game it was just like a series of of mini games and levels you could play really it paid
0: like 50 quid up front for them yeah. to be like oh thanks for paying 50 quid you've now got the disc do you want the yeah. game well you've got to pay <laughs> another 50 for that right now
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. it's definitely a, a weird thing and and i think they resolved some of that when battlefront 2 came out but the first battlefront we had like controversies of the game aside, we just had so much fun, just fucking being stormtroopers or whatever, and then just hunting each other down as as much as we could. Um, and, and like I say, fighting for the the hero characters and and Vader versus Luke and whatever weird combinations we could come up with.
0: We yeah, we specifically did like some like because we we're both you're you're a massive Star Wars like nerd, but I'm I'm there like I'm I'm getting there. But yeah. no way, I don't know nearly as much as you do about the whole franchise, but we'd do yeah. like specific weird things, like where we'd most people would just be like, What character do you want to be? and we'd just play. Um, and they just play it normally, whereas we'd be like, "Do you want to do like Vader versus Luke? Because that would be cool." <laughs> like, we we were really fucking like we were such losers. But it, it, like you say, it, it, I think it was like some of the best fun I had at uni. Like, oh, <laughs> which definitely. is a, which is which is a loser thing to say in itself. Most people are like, oh yeah, go to uni. <laughs> you go out every night, you get smashed. Nah,
1: just stay in, have nachos, and play Battlefront. <laughs> nachos and Battlefront. <laughs> those are our days man that's right that's why we're oh. so unhealthy and rotund now oh no we're big we're big boys these <clears throat> days all oh, those nachos um yeah <laughs> uh and then building off that as well i've had um a lot of fun with battlefront 2 as well in a different way like we haven't played much battlefront 2 together but battlefront battlefront 2 for me has like been more fun just going on online and stuff and just dropping in like every now and then what i like to do is just like listen to uh a podcast or something and then just go online and like just play the clone wars because it's it's just fun to do it and like yeah say what you will about the launch of that game definitely had its problems with launch like loot boxes uh and like you want to have this character pay for him and everything like that and fucking pay to win and all that sort of stuff. They did fix quite a lot of that though, right? They, they fixed all of it. It's, it's all been fixed. Like the battlefront two that is out today that you can buy right now is so much different from the version that came out at launch. Uh, Just because they've added so much stuff and you don't have to pay for any of it. Like everything in that game can be earned through, through just playing the game and not even like grinded not even difficult play just like casually actually uh jumping into matches and then battle points and everything like that what did you um what did you think of the campaign of
0: Battlefront? because obviously I know you said we've played it separately um it wasn't really a game that we cuz by this point by the time it had come out and like we were like finishing up uni um so we didn't really have a lot of time to play it um because it deals with like Inferno Squad, doesn't
1: it? And Iden is it Iden Versio, I'm pretty Iden sure. Iden Versio, yeah. Um, so uh, I I couldn't help but feel a little bit disappointed by the story. Um, but that's but that's only because of the marketing around it. Um, the story itself is actually quite good and really interesting. But the the actual like the marketing like this game was sold as now you can actually be the Empire. Now you can be the bad guys and, you know, and control oh, this. Was it really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it was all, like, you can be, you know, the Empire, like, see through the fall of the Empire and the rise of the First Order and everything like that. And, like, if you go back and watch the trailers, that's, that's how it's sold. Like, you have, like... Picture you have like shots of Iden Versio at Starkiller Base somehow. Oh my God! Um, so for, yeah, was... um,
0: for for context to anyone that hasn't played it, Iden Versio switches sides and goes over to the Rebels within like four epi- uh, four missions. Yeah, that's what I was just
1: about to <laughs> say. Yeah, like literally about three missions into the game, you switch over to the Rebel Alliance, and I was like, oh, okay, so it's it's like that. And and that was like it just reminded me of like fucking uh, Star Wars. The Force Unleashed, which which was is is a great game. It's a great game, but that was the same thing. It was sold as like, you can now play as the dark side, your Vader's secret apprentice, and everything like that. But then I'm ninety percent certain you could play. You could complete most of
0: the Force Unleashed just pressing the attack button. Like you could be going and making yourself a sandwich. Like you could literally walk away from the screen, just continue pressing X or whatever it was or
1: square, um, and just. (laughs) just beat the
0: game (laughs) it's such an easy game yeah it
1: it was not difficult at all but again it was the same thing as um sold as being like looking at it from a different perspective a different point of view if you will to quote star wars um but then it that's just not the case at all because then just as always, just switches over to the good guys. And that's not a problem. Like, I get it, it's a story. You want to tell the story of the good guys, good versus bad and everything like that, and the Empire are dicks. They're a fascist regime. Obviously, that's not something you want to support and promote. But still, uh, don't sell it to me as be the Empire, but then, nah, not
0: really. There's no no shortage of fans that were so eager to play as... um, or not just play as, but like just experience more more content from the uh from like the dark side like yeah. side of 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 that of that franchise like for you know as much as we love the rebels and obviously the like they are they're the side to obviously support naturally yeah. um at the same that, that I find them less interesting like I I do find all of, like even I watched the other week I watched return of the jedi uh, and ev- every time it like cut to like um, like a, a rebel kind of scene, it was it was great, and I loved it still. But it's the moments where like you can see Sidious and Vader talk to each other that's the shit that I really love about like the original trilogy. And this is
1: this is set just as as the fall of the Empire is coming into effect, right? Or at least it starts literally, off there. literally starts during the end of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, like yeah. when the second Death Star blows up. Um, and it is, it's
0: interesting that you said you you weren't like uh, you you were a bit let down because I didn't see any of the marketing. So I just experienced the game as it, as it was. Right. Um, like, I don't even think I was excited about this game coming out. I think it just came out. And once upon a time I went, I'll buy that and bought it yeah. um, played it. And the next thing I know, I'm walking around the forest moon of Endor. And I'm like, this is <laughs> fucking sick. Like this yeah, is because you, you, you never get
1: that close in star Wars games. No, you don't. And it is, for those moments, it is definitely absolutely great. Uh, just jumping off what you said about like stories from like the empire and the dark side point of view, there are some absolutely great star Wars stories out there from that perspective. Like, before this game came out, uh, a book came out and I don't, I know you don't read books much because you can't read because you're an idiot. I don't, know how to, but, I don't know how to read. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know how to read, but there is a book uh, that came out, which is essentially a prequel to this game. It's about Inferno squad. Um, and, and and that's a great book telling the story of like how they came together and like the missions they went on before the the actual game uh starts and everything like that and that's absolutely great you 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 read about Iden Versio fighting uh in the battle of Yavin like she's one of the tie troop uh the tie fighters flying around the Death Star in a new hope she's one of them um so you you get to know all about that and it's it's just great and and there's other stories. Lost Stars is another good one, which tells the Empire's point of view as well. Uh, but yeah, this I guess it just came out in a different way, and for me, just a little bit disappointing. But that but again, I still enjoyed it. I still really enjoyed playing it overall. Yeah, oh, that's fair enough. It's one of them. Like, it's
0: it's a <clears throat> it's a lot easier to please me because I'm less of a Star Wars fan. Um, <laughs> like, obviously, I still love it, but you you know it in and out. So like, I think
1: pleasing you in star wars is it, it's not it's not difficult but you 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 got to no, know you it no it's 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 real it's it's not pleasing me in star wars is probably the easiest thing ever you can show me a picture of literally the logo and i'll be like, <laughs> yay <laughs> <laughs> that's star wars yeah it's really not difficult to please me in star wars at all like i'm not someone who's like oh, this isn't star uh oh, disney star wars oh, this isn't real stuff i love it all man i love it all like i said it was really just uh, the marketing that let me down because it showed me one thing, but then gave me another. If that makes sense.
0: No, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Like it's never. I I find a lot of like a lot of companies do that. Like they misrepresent. I to be fair, I even touched on this, in um, this is the third and final plug. I promise. Uh, for <laughs> I touched on this in the Last of Us Two. Uh, that a lot of yeah. the fans, um, the game has a lot of backlash, and one of the main reasons for it, and to be honest, the only real one I sympathise with. Uh, is that some of the marketing was a little bit clever by way of showing something that wasn't what it transpired to be. And I think that's, like, that's something I don't like. I think if you're going to produce a game, you should, like, produce it with your chest and say, this is what it is. This is. We've worked really hard on this story, and not be disappointed and not feel like you have to, like, clickbait in, in, your, well, in your
1: trailers. Yeah, but The Last of Us was for a different reason, though. It wasn't, like, it wasn't hiding story elements that they didn't think people would like it was hiding story elements for spoilers sake mm, uh, yeah I, I get what you mean but to hear this full, full extended
0: conversation <laughs> <laughs> be sure to check out the pod um i'm gonna move away from star wars because we i'm gonna touch on another star wars game a little bit later but to to right. give it a little break um there's one game that i want to touch on which i know you haven't played um oh and that is modern warfare the new one that's come out in 2019 yeah i've not played that no it's so it's getting massive traction at the minute because of it's like it introduced warzone um couple i think well more than a couple of months back now probably about a year ago now Um, yeah it introduced warzone uh and it was
1: i have played warzone
0: yeah and what did you make of warzone
1: uh i played it i <laughs> i spent like 12 hours downloading it i opened up the game got killed and i went yeah this isn't for me and then i deleted it that to be fair that's
0: one thing with um that's one thing with uh call of duty they need to learn how to compress their game files like yeah. it's they're fucking unimaginable how large those games are um Huge. and they don't need to be like the, there's nothing in those games that screams like this is a ridiculously large file like yeah it, it's obscene, but anyway, the um the campaign kind of got very quickly overshadowed by uh, Warzone, and while Warzone's fun, it's one of them you just fucking it's like an arena thing you just shoot people and you die and then you come back and it's you about shoot people.
1: Up. It's a Fortnite, yeah. it's a
0: PUBG, which is fucking for me anyway. That's just not why I enjoy. Like I've never enjoyed that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the. The new campaign... Uh, you played the old ones, right, when they when, the, when, when they were kicking about, Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3? I have indeed, yeah. So they they were wicked. This one, I was terrified of this game coming out. And I'll keep this brief because I know you. we can't really have a chat about it and I don't want to spoil it for you because I do want you to play it at some point. Um, I was terrified of this coming out because, you know, Captain Price, the characters, they're so iconic. Um, but if anyone has stayed away from it because they thought it would, like do an injustice or a disservice to the old game i i urge you to play it i've never seen like this yes this is a game about war this is a game about killing i've never seen the lines so blurry between like is this guy actually just a prick like or what's going on and it really touches on like the fact that the government could be doing a lot more to prevent like terrorist attacks but they choose not to um yeah, because of like various rules of engagement it's very very interesting um and it's it's a good game but the the main thing that i wanted to say um we got next gen uh remastered um for um we got the first we got the first one years ago the modern warfare remastered um and they did an amazing job with that but recently the um modern warfare 2 came out as a remastered game which i think is I I would be quite surprised if it wasn't most people's
1: favourite Call of Duty game. It's it's definitely my favourite Call of Duty game, and I'm I don't necessarily have a big uh, love or nostalgia for Call of Duty at all. I I enjoyed Modern Warfare the Modern Warfare trilogy, but that's pretty much it with Call of Duty and Me. Like, none yeah. of the others have really jumped out to me. But mo- you Modern not a fan Warfare... of enormous jetpacks and, and <laughs> triple wall jump kills? and <laughs> Yeah, and once all that stuff started getting introduced, I was like, yeah, this isn't for me anymore. Uh, yeah, so I, I, just, fuck, uh, I fucking dipped on that series so quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was <save>.
0: ridiculous.
1: <laughs> but Modern Warfare 2, yeah, it was definitely a, a highlight for me. Really enjoyed... Uh, that game and, and I have recently played the remaster as well and yeah again very good. Yeah, I think it's it was something that not many people were expecting. They kinda of dropped it
0: overnight. Like I woke up and you just sent me a text like they've remastered the PS uh the Modern Warfare 2 and I was like yeah. what? And 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 that morning, I think it was twenty quid when it first came out, and that and I was World. a bit short on money. Uh, <laughs> I just texted my dad like, "Hey, dad," uh, <laughs> and I and I had it by the afternoon, which was great. Um, Shout out no, Keith. man, I, man, I honestly, from when I was little, I remember when I had like a little fucking seventeen-inch TV in my room, yeah. and I thought that was wicked. And then I was playing that game. Ah oh, I I have nostalgia so hard for like the Modern Warfare trilogy, not the other Call of Duty's because they're I think
1: they're all subpart of the Modern Warfare trilogy. To be honest, um, I think we will be doing an in-depth episode on the Modern Warfare trilogy at some point. Um, we will, yeah. But uh, we need to wait until Modern Warfare Three comes out with the remaster. Cause...
0: I I heard whispers that that was supposed to be coming out by the end of this year, but that's obviously not happened um uh, apparently it's done and ready they're just waiting for a release window fucking drop it then. <laughs> it's, what do you mean a release date like we haven't we don't know the story there's, there's spoilers no. for the game that came out no, in like 2010 like, or something
1: no but like marketing and shit they want to drop it at the right time so they can get the most money i guess now is the right time i guarantee <laughs> you people are
0: locked indoors they will play your game well,
1: tell that to fucking Activision.
0: Or I'm gonna tell him. If that, you know what? If if anyone from Activision is 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 listening to this, fucking. And why would you be? My, yeah, exactly. Heed my words as warning. Like, like <laughs> I will. I will get very upset. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna move it on um, quickly to. Um, do you want to touch on Marvel's Avengers? Because there's
1: some news about that that came out this week as well. Uh, I wasn't gonna because I haven't really played it. I've only played the beta
0: oh i was I was
1: thinking we literally just sum
0: up the fact that it uh didn't it lose like sixty three
1: million uh yeah well, that's pretty bad isn't it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean
1: it's it's pretty bad i mean i I don't know what the game costs to make so like I don't know the budget of it i i don't know how much it made but clearly losing sixty three million is uh it's got to is sting yeah it's it's definitely not great at all and what does that mean they like are they not just going to support it going forward now because they have already announced like um that they're bringing out like all other characters like hawkeye and and captain marvel and spider-man and everything like that is coming to it um so is i that think just... that
0: game i think that game's gonna see like maximum two years of like some like downloadable content and then it's just gonna yeah. die a death well like, i yeah
1: like i said i played the beta and like most of it was kind of bad um it was weird <laughs> to control it was like i just remember one moment where you was a fighting taskmaster and it you were just doing the same moves over and over again like yeah, there was it was no, no variety rolling out the way yeah it was literally that yeah um and it was weird because you'd think like We've waited so long for a decent Avengers game to have like Thor and and Iron Man and Captain America to be able to play these iconic and cool characters. And then when I got the chance to play, I was like, oh, all right, this is a bit clunky and a bit of a, uh, a I, I think I had the most fun playing Black Widow out of all yeah, of them. Yeah, I, I, I did, she... which is which
0: is ridiculous,
1: isn't it? Like, yeah. <laughs> like just no to... no discredit to the
0: character of Black Widow. She's a brilliant character, and um, yeah. and I I love her in pretty much everything she's in. But if you can play as a demigod, <laughs> uh, a flying man who can shoot lasers and yeah. an enormous green tank of destruction, and <laughs> and the most fun character you have to play is the one that can run on the ground and shoot a gun. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking very bad news for you. Yeah, <laughs> that is clearly
1: saying something. Um so yeah, I think I've heard that the story is quite good, so I am going to pick it up uh, at some point when the price goes down, which probably won't be too soon. Uh well, too long I should <laughs> yeah. say now. Oh, we'll, um, we'll do
0: we'll, we'll do that pod next week then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um but but jumping off that, one thing I wanted to touch on um, is Spider-Man, PS4 Spider-Man, because uh, I think that was obviously a big game on this, co- a more recent one, but definitely a big game on this console for a lot of people. And I think it would also be one that also introduced a lot of people to the PS4. Like I remember seeing... A lot of people buying a PlayStation Four specifically so they could play this game. Yeah, this was a uh, Sony
0: exclusive, so you couldn't really get it, or you can't get it anywhere else. Um, no,
1: yeah, because Sony. And a lot of people did so buy it. Petty.
0: I remember seeing the first trailer for this come out, um, and uh, Joe, who's who's been on the pod um, before a couple of episodes back, um, he I used to live with him, and he said to me, "Have you seen the new uh, Spider-Man trailer?" And I went, "What? No." and I hadn't even heard there was a Spider-Man game coming out. Can you imagine my excitement to not know anything, to then watch, like, a 20... Not a fucking 20-minute, like, a two-minute trailer where the gameplay is included, and it looks amazing. It did, yeah. Mate, I was, like, I dropped everything I was doing, and I immediately just started Googling, like, information about this game. Like, release date, if there was any confirmed characters who was playing spider-man was a massive one. Um, and obviously it was a complete unknown and I won't go, I'm I'm not going to go too much into spider-man because, um, spoiler, spoiler alert and a future plug. It's going to be an episode that we do, uh, believe the week after next, um, once we've played the remastered and miles Morales as well. Um, but my God, my experience with this game, when I first played it, dude, I was fucking, my girlfriend kindly bought it for me. Um, and I just went home and I, luckily I had two days off uh, and I just fucking binged this game. Like She would go to work, she'd say, I'll, I'll see you later, don't spend all day on, on Spider-Man. i go, no, 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 I won't. She comes home, I'm still playing it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like these are like nine hour days and she comes back and I, I haven't moved. I'm in the same place in front of the TV. Um, I loved, I've, I think if this game, like I know it can't be and it's brilliant in the medium it is, if this was like a movie that was released because spider-man fans are notoriously hard to please. Um, as we've spoken about, we spoke about all the spider, <laughs> another po- another plug <laughs> for a previous podcast we've done. Uh, we spoke in depth about all the spider-man movies. We if this a movie. was a movie, it would unify the world. Like wars would end because everyone <laughs> would just be able to enjoy this piece of spider-man
1: content. It's. Uh, I'm sure some Spider-Man fans would find a problem with it, but it Spider-Man was, fans can find a problem with anything. It's true they can. Um, but yeah, it's it's incredible. The story is great. The gameplay was so much fun. They took like what worked, uh, like the Arkham combat and everything like that. Um, I, yeah, it's just such a good game, man. Such, and I absolutely cannot wait to start playing Mars Morales and it absolutely kills me that I literally could be playing it right at this second <laughs> on, it's don't. literally on my PlayStation 4 but I want my experience my first experience of it to be on the PS5 so I'm waiting until that drops um, oh, mate, but it's, it's, pat- it's it torture painful. It's, I just keep seeing the icon and I'm like oh, I just yeah. want to play you but no, showing restraint um, trying to anyway uh, but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that uh you said you wanted to talk about another Star Wars game?
0: Yes. Um this is this is uh, the big Star Wars title that got announced for this console. Um Jedi Fallen Order. Um Yes. I know your opinions on it, but do you want to sum
1: up like how you feel. Jedi uh, Fallen Order is uh I mean this is going to be a massive shock to everyone I think because it's me <laughs> and it's Star Wars um but yeah it's good i wow <laughs> i liked it Sh- fucking shock uh yeah it's uh, jedi fallen order was a, a great game in terms of both story and the the gameplay elements for me as well i really liked the combat that they took the way like uh it's it's based on like parries and you have to be like thoughtful about the way you you engage someone uh, with a lightsaber it it it's definitely a change from like this lightsaber is a baseball bat and you just beat someone with it. It's definitely yeah, I mean, to, not. If that. you if
0: you were a fan of like like we spoke about earlier, like if you were a fan of like Force Unleashed, where yeah. basically if you have a lightsaber, you're immortal. Um, yeah, and you can you can you can massacre about eighty stormtroopers in five seconds. Um, this game, it did surprise me that the combat was so like in depth because you can. You can be... They, they do it quite well because you're a, you're a Jedi who escaped. You're a Padawan at the time that Order 66 comes about when all the Jedi's yeah. get massacred. Um, and you escape and then you haven't picked up a lightsaber in qu- uh, quite some time. And you're trying Five to years. suppress your... Yeah, you're trying to suppress your use of the Force as well because, you know, the Empire are hunting Jedi. Like, this is at the height of their power. They've just kind of come in and they're like, let's fuck shit up now. Um, so you're not like a jedi master you're not someone that holds this lightsaber and is just immediately immortal you're 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 not very well trained and you're you're very rusty so the combat to be that i think that's a brilliant story element that supports the combat in the sense that you you know if if you've got six stormtroopers like in normal games you'd be able to be like easy they could kill you in this game they could easily kill you if you're not paying attention properly
1: yeah definitely and and that's what I like about it as well. Like like you say with the story, he Cal is a very uh, inexperienced Jedi. Sure, he was he he was in his training during the Clone Wars and he was doing pretty well. But five years after that, he's been in hiding. He hasn't touched. Uh, well, he he hasn't used his lightsaber. He hasn't really used the Force. So it's he's basically starting from scratch again. Um, so he's definitely a novice. Uh, and it and it's good. It's good to like to go through that whole that whole training and and build yourself up through through the ranks. Essentially, I I really enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, it's I I liked this game. However, I did I didn't love it personally. Um, okay. and that was mainly because again I'd probably go I'd probably say it's my fault. Um, I didn't really look at much of the marketing for this game. Um, and therefore I went in thinking it would be one of like, look, put it this way. When you hold a lightsaber in a game, you, you're, you're powerful. You like to feel like you can fuck shit up. And I liked the twist on it where stormtroopers could easily kill you. However, yeah. I felt that like a lot of the interesting segments and the big fight scenes and the combat moments and elements were a bit far and few between. I found a lot of this game was puzzle solving and i i i notoriously hate puzzle solving in games like i don't mind it when it's simple but when i have to really like like the uncharted puzzles like the in-depth fucking have to move a statue's hand like 90 degrees and then you've got to like twist his nose to open a portal in his mouth or something <laughs> like i can't stand it it annoys me like, you are a very
1: simple man, aren't you, Lawrence? I
0: don't have a problem-solving head. I just don't, and it <laughs> and it winds me the fuck up. Uh, and also, <laughs> like using the force, like I'd overswing. Like so you, you, basically, like I'd say ninety percent of this game is pushing boulders with the force. Um, and then you do that, and then sometimes they land where you want them to land, and sometimes they go straight over. And I'm like, right, okay, now to run to the other side of this enormous place to go and shoot it again like try number two uh, look I like this game and I appreciate it and I think the mechanics of it are brilliant I think the story elements there's elements of the story which I, I think is brilliant but there are some moments where I just go oh, no. like like picking it up now to me like replaying it I haven't replayed it since and it, and it would feel like a bit of a chore to have to replay the story for me
1: I like it I like um. I, I quite like puzzles and games uh, I can understand the frustration if you if that's some not necessarily something you're into. And it definitely can be trying at times when you have to like force push a thing and then run around and force push it again and you oh you did it too hard powerful, so now you have to run back and force push it a different a uh, different way. It definitely can be trying. But I don't know, man. I just like the, the sense of relief when you finally get it. I, I quite enjoy that um and and the puzzle the puzzles for me were very few and far in between uh, i think you're just focusing on them more because they stood out to you and you hated them so much but they're really not that much of of the game really. whenever whenever i entered a cave and i had yeah. to like find something i'd know like when we
0: landed on a planet and then it would say like we've got to go into that cave to find something i just went oh for the love of fucking god <laughs> more <laughs> more fucking rocks <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm going to move on because we want to quickly touch on um, one game another game like it's similar to Battlefront uh, the first one um, it's official title um, I want to really touch on Assassin's Creed Origins because that's another oh, okay. game that united us as mates I think obviously we were we were established good mates before this but yeah, we collectively we both loved this game when it came out Um,
1: assassin's creed origins is definitely uh one of probably the best assassin's creed games since uh like the highlights of ac2 and brotherhood for me it's it's such a good game man
0: i i remember when this came out because it was um i think did we get it at the same time or we got it at very similar times right
1: uh, very similar times I think yeah I think I might have got it just before you uh like I think the January like it came out in around about October and I think I got it in January uh, and I think you got it like just a month after or something
0: because I I distinctively remember that's the reason I said it is because I remember a text from you saying this is like and I, I think it was this specific wording this is so different <laughs> And, I, was, and I didn't really know what to expect. And fuck me, it is. But, like, from story elements, like, like, firstly, the opening I think is the best. Assassin's Creed has always had, like, amazing openings, right? Like, yeah. There's two things that Assassin's Creed do so well and kind of don't get topped on one is openings to a game, and the second one is cinematic trailers, uh, which often lie, but, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, they're still, like, pieces of art in themselves, those trailers. Um, yeah. the, the opening to this one where Ezio... Like, uh, a geezer, throws his knife at Ezio. Ezio catches it with a mask and then pushes the mask onto this Bayek. guy's face. Uh, sorry, Bayek. Bayek, yeah, not Ezio. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, pushes it back onto this guy's face, killing him yeah. by putting him in the mask that he was wearing, I think, when he killed Bayek's son. Yeah. Like, my, I just remember being sat in my uni room going... Oh this is going to be a fucking game. Like this is going to be an experience.
1: It is fucking jaw dropping and and those moments like in Assassin's Creed previously like whenever you've killed someone like you go into the animus corridor and then it's usually just a scene of you and the other guy talking for about Two minutes or so while he talks about, you know, Templars, blah, 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 big plan, rule the world. Yeah. Uh, we wanted uh, re- to have
0: complete power and then they just <laughs> die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: Requiescat and Pace, whatever. Okay. Yeah. But fucking origins took that to another level like the, the those those scenes in the animus corridor and or in this game it's called the duat which is uh i believe the egyptian belief the egyptian religions underworld that's not the specific term for it i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about but um the the way those are like shot the the so fucking cinematic in the stuff that they do uh during those scenes and And the conversations that Bayek has are not just uh passing general information blah 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 tempers control the world i was right it's actually moving the story along because this is a story about revenge about him getting vengeance for his son essentially um and at the same time starting up the assassin's order or or the hidden ones as they're called here and it's it's so interesting man i loved those scenes in the duo Mate, they were just a, so well done
0: it's a brilliant yeah like those visuals are insane um and it's and it's it, it was long overdue like those sections of the Assassin's Creed game like you'd work your ass off to assassinate someone you'd get there and then you'd just get like a little shit animation um, yeah and you like the fun was in the in the getting to them and killing them but you always felt like you were missing something because by the time they would like you'd you could stab these guys in the in the chest and then they'd still live for like another 10 minutes while they gave you a yeah. big speech and you you like you're like all right just die like or at least <laughs> like i've done my bit now come on i want to go and do the next one um yeah and so this was... game
1: was really really different in just the way it was designed because compared to Assassin's creed games in the past they've all been very similar in game design and everything like that and mechanics but this was just a complete reinvention of the series um, and it's definitely took on like a more rpg uh element and just massively expanded like the different ways you could play it because you do get now really complete choice of how you can do something like in the past it was pretty limited to go to this place sneak up climb across a rope jump on them assassinate them bang, Bob's your uncle, you're done. With this, you can do it pretty much however you want. You can kill them with an arrow from, like, miles away. You can jump in close and get them with the hidden blade. You can just run in and attack. Whatever you want is... is, My
0: uh, my favourite attack approach was always, if I had to kill someone... um, If I if I put it this way, if I had to kill someone and I knew there was too many people in there for me to fight, like say they were a higher level than me or something, uh, which is yeah. another thing they introduced by the way, the level system, uh, which makes oh, yeah. it impossible for you to just steam through the game. Like if you're a level five and the guy you've got to kill is a level level eight, you're you, you're just it. not going to kill him, or you're going to have <laughs> yeah. to work your ass off to yeah. kill him. Um, I used to I used to just run in quickly just fucking obliterate this guy and then just sprint out. (laughs) (laughs) Before Um, they could get you. (laughs) Yeah, I I think the combat in this was completely different because it went... Like, obviously, the Ezio games hold a very special place in my heart and i realised it recently. I went back to... I played Brotherhood. um, Not all of it, obviously. I played a little bit of Brotherhood the other day. Um, And my God, like, the combat is so basic uh it's it's good and it's fun but it's it's so limited and then assassin's Creed 3 upgraded the combat um a little bit it was a complete redesign and it was it was definitely needed uh but it still felt very limited origins then just fucking they may as well it may as well be a different franchise
1: um origins um so i haven't played Valhalla yet, but origins definitely has the best combat system i think yeah so far
0: I completely agree yeah yeah uh,
1: I, I would i enjoyed odyssey's combat um but i think origins just just takes it um because with odyssey you don't have a shield and i think the shield definitely helps in in origins yeah. um it's definitely a better designed combat system i think oh mate the shield
0: when i found out you didn't get a shield in odyssey i was livid (laughs) (laughs) i was so dependent on that fucking shield um but to be fair it made me more intuitive like i enjoyed the combat all the same i do think origins is a is a better game than odyssey i think origins i do as well yeah i think it's more focused and i think it's um it knows what it is i think odyssey put so much effort into pleasing absolutely everyone that the game is just so massive it's expansive it's huge there's it just is too much to do enormous
1: yeah like, there really is
0: if you've 100% odyssey like you you may as well just hang your hat up because you're never going to get
1: a bigger experience like it's it's obscene um, it, the the amount of stuff there is to do in that game is just frankly insane yeah i'd i'm sure there is someone who has done literally every single side mission and if there is fucking hats off to you mate because i, I could not do it there was just so much in nah, that game too too
0: too much going on that's to be yeah. fair that's one complaint i had with odyssey i just like i every time i loaded it up i'd be like right what <laughs> i can't keep track of the story because there's yeah, just so many side is, things it is
1: hard to keep track of the story in odyssey because it's it's just all over the place really and you can do it in really any order as well it's it's so So,
0: expansive that it's messy
1: yeah it is i still enjoy odyssey but definitely when i when i went back and played origins a couple of months ago i was like oh yeah no okay this is a much better (laughs) much better game
0: yeah, this is where it's at. <laughs> I'm yeah. enjoying it. Um, I'll leave it there because we don't. We we'll, we'll probably talk about Valhalla um, pretty soon as well. It, it won't be on the top of the priority list because we want to really touch on Miles Morales. Um, yeah. I'm. I'm. Look, I'm. I'm happy to tie it up there. This has been a lovely
1: trip yeah. down memory lane uh, for the PS4. I've. Yeah, it definitely has been. I've really enjoyed my PS4 over the years. And it, and it will be uh, a little sad on on Thursday when I turn it off for the last time, I guess, and, and you know, fucking sell it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, because I, I really have had some fun with my wooden PlayStation. So it's definitely oh, it's, something. For context, uh, Nathan has a case on his PlayStation that makes it look like... It's wood. not a case, it's a, oh, a deep brand. It's a wooden skin, it's a it's, skin, it's bad.
0: It's it just it looks,
1: looks awful. like a, it looks like, like a 70s VHS from your grandma's house, and I it, love no, it. Mate,
0: it just looks atrocious. No, <laughs> it doesn't. It, I think it, does. it looks great.
1: No, you're incorrect. <laughs> no, you're I'm not, inc- I'm not wrong. It's great. No. Um, yeah, but I am definitely had some good memories, but although. Despite all those memories, I am excited to play a game uh, and not have to wear headphones, uh, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's going
0: gonna, it's gonna to be really nice that I can finally hear the sound design of games again after, a, <laughs> I don't know what, three years of not ever hearing it. Yeah. Um, I'm Definitely. excited to play The Last of Us too because I hear the sound design and the music in that game is amazing. I wouldn't know, <laughs> personally, uh, but we'll see. I'm going to replay a lot of old games, I think, when I get this. Um, yeah, me too. Just to... You really, basically, just oh, as soon as I as soon as I complete Mars Morales, I'm going to move on to Valhalla. As soon as I complete Valhalla, then I'm going to be just like, what? What? What other games can I play? What older games can I do now?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I think we we are going to do an episode on Mars Morales and Spider Man coming up pretty soon. Yeah, it's the uh, week so, after next,
0: so please yeah. please do come back for that if you want to hear it.
1: Stick around um, exactly next week.
0: Nathan, we're talking about Godzilla, the King of Monsters. Oh
1: shit, we are excited for that. We love are. to rewatch it. Big um, monster movies.
0: I I don't so much, but I can't really remember <laughs> this one, so maybe my opinion will change. Don't hold me to that, uh, uh, listeners. Um, there we go. Also, if you've made it this far, well, we do massively appreciate it. This has been a slightly unusual pod, but we we do love the support that you you lovely listeners have been giving to us. Um, and if you haven't, you need to ask yourself why not? Because we're putting yeah. in all this effort for you guys, and it's completely yeah. free.
1: Frankly, so, pick up the slack. Pull your, pull your weight a little bit more. Come on. Yeah, you know what?
0: We're doing all of this. We, you know what? These these don't just come out. Me and Nathan have to record yeah. them. We have to talk about what we, we have to spend a large time watching things that we <laughs> nine times out of ten don't like. Um, <laughs> so we put ourselves through through hell for this, and it's all for free. Yeah. And the least you guys could do is put it on while you sleep so we get those views. This isn't um, easy, all right?
1: We make no. it look easy, but yeah, it's not easy, so fucking it, it, do your part.
0: It, it begs the question,
1: why are we doing it? yeah
0: that doesn't matter we are yeah. doing it and that's that's yeah. the real thing because um, we okay. wanna
1: now shut the fuck up and listen
0: exactly uh, I'm gonna sign it off there so as always uh, thank you very much for listening hope you've had a whale of a time um, <laughs> listening to us uh, eulogise the PS4 a games console um, <laughs> uh, be sure to check us out on twitter for all the gifts and all that good stuff uh you can find us there at another happy pod maybe drop us a tweet let us know what you'd like to see next although we do have a pretty tight schedule that we're sticking to so you can do that but we probably will ignore what you ask for um but give yeah, it a go anyway yeah give it a go we like to see the engagement we'll give it a like even if we don't if we can't be bothered to respond to it. Um, otherwise, stay groovy. We will catch you every Sunday at midday. And thank you again for listening. Another upsetting pod.
1: Shout out, Mary.
0: Another happy pod.
1: Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues